Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Jumping in an Elevator, the podcast where I, I, Captain, Army Hearties, how are we all doing? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I can't believe that. Um, Me personally, yeah. Ooh. It's been five months. And has it been five months? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. So... I have got a new little setup going on here. I've got this like meme sounds app and it's got some absolutely unhinged shit on here, but I'm mainly just using it for this. Amazing. And then I'm using like a portable recorder thing. So I am fucking untethered. Like what's that? Age of Ultron quote when he's like, there are no strings on me. Like I'm so Ultron coded. I'm also sat here wearing a Rugrats puffer jacket. Like what? (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yesterday I went to a little vintage shop. Like I've been calling it thrifting, but I feel like someone's going to get mad at me and I'm not sure if it's the same thing. Like, it was a vintage store with secondhand things. Does that not mean it's thrifting? That's a question that needs to be answered. And am I going to look it at? No, no. Um, so I went to this store because I saw someone on TikTok go there and I was like, oh, slay. I got influenced. No, I did. And I went there and I went feral. I really did. I bought a Von Dutch hat. I bought a um, Rugrats puffer jacket. And for your, like, if you're listening and you're not watching, let me set the scene. It's a white puffer jacket with the girls on it. It's got like a silver zip. It's got a hood with like faux fur lining. It's very slay. Like not very many people would get it, but the ones who do get it, like they really do get it. I'm also wearing a trucker hat and some glasses Again, I got influenced because I saw Emma Chamberlain's boyfriend wearing these sunglasses on his Instagram story. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, And I just looked them up and I saw that they were on sale. So I got them. They're like retro super future, I think the brand's called. And the style is like American something. American. That's my accent, guys. I'm literally American. I'm from LA. I'm going to Whole Foods. Anyone want something? Oh, am I going to be talking about LA? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Today, we're going to be talking about, well, the podcast episode's called Around the World in 80 Slays, because over the last five months, I've been to London, I've been to LA, and I've been to what, Perth, and I'm going to be talking about it, truly. Um, before we get started... Apologies for the five-month delay, the five-month dislay. There's been a lot going on. Um, I mean, it's not like I haven't been doing anything. Like, I've been doing lots of stuff, mainly on the main channel. I put out some slay videos, as we know. Um, I did, like, the Glee series. Like, that was fucking so much work. (laughs) It was so much work. And by the end of it, I was like babe, these characters are pissing me off. Like part one of the Glee series, I was like, oh yeah, this is life changing. And the second half, I was like, "Mm, mmm, you could probably tell actually, maybe by the end of the second part of the unhinged recap of Glee, you could probably tell that I was like, 
okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's move on. Um, but I'm busy again. Yeah. But this time I'm not putting like timelines on when I'm finishing these projects. I'm saying like I'm working on it and you can get it when it's done. Um, so like to round out the year, I'm going to be doing an unhinged recap of Gossip Girl. I'm going to be doing videos on Lost. I think I'm going to do like one video per season because, babe, I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing. Did my phone just go off? Hold on. You're joking. You're joking. Um, my phone background is Charlie XCX, by the way. Wait. I don't know if Charlie had followed me when I did the last episode of the podcast. If she had, then I've already spoken about it, but I can't remember. As we know, my memory, she she's not really present at times like these. Guys, so much has happened. Charlie XCX followed me on TikTok. What the fuck? I met Lucy Hale. What the fuck? I got COVID and I haven't been able to smell for like 38 days. Yeah, this is day 38. No taste. I can smell a tiny bit, but we'll talk about the COVID situation um, in a bit. What else happened? Rena Sawayama used my TikTok audio. What the fuck? Fucking HBO sponsored me on YouTube. What the fuck? Guys, we have so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Like, ugh. So we're going to talk about the travel. And also, again, apologies for the five-month delay. I've been really busy. But also, there was... Okay, I'm not trying to be shady or throw anyone under the bus per se. But let's just say there was a possibility of me doing a um, branded podcast, like a visual podcast with, let's say, an entertainment company that I haven't worked with before. And there was going to be a visual podcast, blah, 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 blah. And I was really invested in it and it fell through. And that sucked. (laughs) Like when they told me, I was like, oh, no, no, that's okay. Like, sure, that's fine. Like, that's so fine. But, bitch, I was sad. Like, I really was. I was like, come on now. Like, bruh, (laughs) bruh. Do I have a... Surely this soundboard has bruh. But then again, I don't want to use that. I'll use this again. That was me when they told me that the thing fell through. And I was like, oh, (laughs) oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so that I was like thinking that that was going to happen. And then I wasn't sure what was going to happen to this podcast because I was like, babe, I'm going to be stretched too thin. Like someone spread the peanut butter too thin on that toast on the Mike's Mike toast, but it's fine. I'm back to slaying as we know, we'll see what happens in the future. Um, but yeah, so that's why I've, oh my God, I said, yeah, like Meredith, Meredith Marks from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, guys, if you haven't seen Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, you need to start that, okay? I'm on season two and there's fucking tax fraud. There's marital problems. There's, God, there's just so much going on. There's tequila companies owned by Mormons. Like, it's all happening, okay? You need to watch that show, okay? Um, so let's start with me going to London. 
So I went to London, I think it was end of May. And I went with my mom, my momager. And she was there like as my momager, essentially, because like I wanted to go to London. My mom wanted to go to London as well. And I just wanted to do shit and not really plan it. So I was like, hey, mom, do you want to come to London and we can slay and you can organize stuff? And she was like, sure. So we did. And it was so much fun. I love traveling with my mom. She just gets it. Like, she just gets it. And she, like, is a walker. And London is a walkable city, obviously to a point. And then you got to get on a tube and go around, get on the Lizzie line, which I'll fucking talk about, bitch, the Lizzie line. <sighs> but yeah, so that was fun. I stayed at, I think it was called Treehouse, Treehouse Hotel. We found like some deal on booking.com. The, it was really good in a really good location. It was a bit pricey, but then like, the week after, we were just kind of like looking after we came back to Perth. We we're like looking online at booking.com to see what the price was now. And it fucking went up six or seven times what we paid. And we're like, um, what's going on, you guys? What's going on? And I think it was because it was the Diamante Jubilee, which how many years is that? 700? There was Queen Lizzie's 700th year as the queen. Good for her. Um, so we stayed at the Treehouse Hotel. I flew Emirates there. Oh, that flight was fucking chaos. As I'm like going through these stories, I'm remembering shit. Like that flight over to London. So I had to stop over in Dubai. Bro, like I was in the right side of the plane and there was three seats and I was the center seat. Miss Ma'am on the left of me, clowns to the left of me, jockers to the right, here I am. She was on the left and mama was coughing. Like she was, <coughs> and then sniffling and like fucking, it was, it was not good. Okay. And she had like a blanket on, she was shivering. I was like, she's got COVID a hundred percent. And she wasn't even putting her mask on. I was like, what fucking games are you playing lady? Anyway. Um, so she basically didn't move. She's just shivering. So we had to climb over her. Speaking of climbing over, the man on the right was squatting on the plane seat without shoes on. Oh my God. I feel like I've spoken before about how much I'm anti-barefoot in a public space. Imagine getting the dogs out on the plane seat squatting for hours. For hours. Oh, my God. That was my worst nightmare, that plane ride. Oh, yeah, no, that was crazy. And then he was, like, writing in a gratitude journal or something, and I was like, that's nice, but do you really need to be squatting barefoot while doing that? Like, I'm not feeling gratitude towards you for that. I'm feeling anger and rage and violence. And then, like, he would climb over to get out, and I was like, I'll just get up as well. (laughs) I don't want your crusty gratitude journal foot with the fucking toes latching onto like the fucking armrest so that you can climb over me to get to the toilet. Absolutely not. No. (laughs) So then we would like both climb over Miss Sick, Miss Sickness and Health. And then, God, yeah, anyway. So then I got to London. 
that flight time, I want to say it was pretty long, but I had the stopover, so it was fine. Um, and in London, why was I there? Well, essentially, so since I would say maybe October last year, so October to May, what's that? Like it's kind of six months vibes. That was a very hectic six months for me. Like I was doing the Pretty Little Liars series and I had a couple of other like projects and big videos going on and I was burnt out basically. And also because I work for myself, by myself, like I'm the boss, I'm the colleagues, I'm the HR department. Who's blowing up my notifications now? Uh, Oh, it's Charlie XCX. No, I'm joking. It's not. Um, Because I work for myself, by myself, it gets very like overwhelming because it's like, God, I want to do something not by myself. I want to be somewhere not in this room working on stuff. So that's part of the reason why I did it. Also, I think last year was the worst year of my life, question mark? (laughs) Question mark, question mark? Because that was like all the lockdowns and everything. And yeah, I basically could count on my hands how many times I went out and did stuff. Like it was bad. Anyway, so then... I was like, let's go London. And I was originally going to do London and Paris, but it got a bit speno in Paris. Like they were just doing anything with those prices. I feel like they had a random number generator and they'll just pick one and just be like, yeah, okay, this hotel is $5,000. And it's like, for what? Like, why are you doing that? That's so unnecessary. Um, In London, I did some shopping. I hit up Dover Street Market and I bought a, excuse me, I bought a heaven vest. I actually have two vests now. That's kind of interesting. Um, And I ate some really nice food. I had several panic attacks. I had a panic attack on the last night. Like I was having dinner with my mum, and then I had to run out because I felt like I was about to throw up and faint at the same time. Like it was bad. It was bad. And I think that's because I had that kind of residual stress from being on holiday. Like, I know that sounds stupid, but like sometimes when you're on holiday and you're trying to plan stuff, it gets a bit complicated. And then I also had some big things in the works, like talking to companies and that kind of stuff. And that was really stressing me out because I don't have a manager. So I can't be managed literally like, um, So, I mean, I kind of have some arrangement at the moment, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, So at that time, it was very stressful trying to organize stuff and that podcast thing was happening as well. So, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And there was so much going on in London. It was so busy. Like, so we had the Diamante Jubilee. There was some, like, bike race. Like, what the fuck was that? Because we were walking and there was like throngs, throngs of people. And we were like, what's going on? You guys, what's going on? And then they shut the roads and these people went past on bikes. And I was like, this is, is this tour de London? Like what's going on here? I, to this day, I don't know. Um, But that was interesting. Also the Lizzie line opened and I rode the Lizzie line 
and I went to what's that place called? Something Wharf, Canary Wharf. Yeah, I went to Canary Wharf, <laughs> Wharf, and that train, oh bitch, that train potentially in my top one trains. Like I loved that train. I loved that train, the Lizzie line. Oh, like I made an acrostic poem about it. What was it? Cause it was like Lizzie line. Lizzie line is zo, zo, yas. That was the Lizzie part. And then what was the line? Living is now excellent or something like that. And I stand by it very strongly because I loved the color scheme on the train. Like we had little grays and purples and then it was new and a lot, lots of like little poles on the train. And I love a pole on a train. I love to lean and not hold. You could not catch me holding onto something on public transport. Absolutely fucking not. Are you kidding? Are you actually joking? If you thought that I would be holding onto something on a train or a tram, you need to reconsider. You need to rethink why you're thinking those things because that's wrong. I don't touch anything. I lean on stuff. I avoided COVID for how long? Two years? Two and a half years. Two, mm, yeah, two and a bit years. And that's part of the reason why. Like I refused to touch anything. I always had the mask on. I washed my hands every single time I got home. Um, but yeah, that's part of the reason why I loved that train it was also just like smooth. The ride was nice. The stations were nice. Oh, bitch. I love a good train. I really do. Um, and I met like some iconic YouTubers. First of all, I didn't realize that there were so many YouTubers in London. But then after some thinking, it made sense. I think I'm just kind of like not out of the loop, but in Australia, like I don't know any YouTubers. Like I can think of a couple that are in Sydney, but I don't know them, right? So I just assume that no one knows anyone and that's really not the case. And my YouTube friends are all international. So this was like the first time that I was meeting Eve Cornwell, Stefo Sims and was I screaming? Yeah, I was screaming. 100%. These people are so iconic. Are you kidding? What? I met Eve Cornwell, Steph O'Sims, Eleanor Neal, and Jordan Teresa. That's me being British. I'm literally from London. I'm from London. Who's spreading rumours that I'm from Melbourne? I'm from London. I live in London. What are you talking about? Like, literally, it's embarrassing. Um, so that was, I can't believe I met them. That was so iconic. They were all so nice. And there's like a whole ecosystem of creators in London. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and did I hit up Pret? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, absolutely. And what was my other one that I went to? I, I think I saw Whole Foods in London, but I was like, no, I see LA in my future and I'll go in LA. And I did. And I did. So then at the Oxford Circus station, I had just been to the museum. Which one? Victoria? No. 
Victorian that no, it wasn't Victorian Albert, was it? It was a sleigh little museum that I walked through a tunnel to get to and they had a whole bunch of stuff and they had the menswear exhibit thing, like menswear through the ages or something. And they had like Billy Porter's, uh, I think it was an Oscars or Grammys outfit, like the really cool dress or maybe it was Met Gala. Um, anyway, that exhibit was really good. But I was coming back from that museum and I was on the tube and I got off at Oxford Circus, now arriving at Oxford Circus. A light here for transfers to, I'm making shit up, Canary Wharf and Piccadilly Circus. Anyway, I am walking out of the station, famously no reception, and my phone starts blowing up. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And I check my phone, check my flow. Oh, where they just took my table and gave it to Jessica Simpson. Shit. Um, yeah, I'm walking out of the station. Rena Sawayama has used my TikTok audio. You're joking. You're joking. I had cardiac arrest on the streets of London. I did. I passed out and I had to go to the ER. And when I got there, they're like, you're right. You're right, babe. And I was like, no, like literally, Rena Sawayama used my audio. And they're like, understandable. Continue. Um, it was that one that was like, would you rather... What is it? Would you rather never slay again or slay so hard every day that slay loses all meaning? And that was like a little bit viral on TikTok for a hot minute. And she used that. And I screamed. But that question, would you rather never slay again or slay so hard every day that slay loses all meaning? Some people were giving bad answers. I think people weren't thinking about it enough because it's like, would you rather never slay again or slay so hard every day that slay loses all meaning? I guess it's a complicated question because are you slaying to the point where slay means nothing to anyone? In which case, should you sacrifice your own slay so that other people can slay? That's what I would say I would do. That I would never slay again so other people continue to slay. But at the end of the day, fuck everyone. You know what I mean? Like if... Me not slaying means I couldn't wear this Rugrats puffer jacket. Then everyone can choke because I want to wear this jacket. The fuck? But then also, if you slayed every day that slay lost all meaning, I wouldn't know if I was slaying. That's so... Oh, my God. Not enough people are talking about that, actually. But I saw some examples. Someone was like, this is like the Zendaya effect. Like, she eats up every red carpet she goes to that we're now expecting absolutely ridiculous amounts of slay where it's unsustainable. It's unslay-stainable because if she gives us a look that would be considered like groundbreaking for anyone else except for her, then we just kind of be like, okay, cool. So when are you going to do another like back thing that's shaped like a skeleton and made of gold? Like, when are you going to do that? Scaparelli, like, come on. Because that's the expectation now. You know what I mean? She slayed so hard that slay lost a little bit of meaning for the general public in their opinion of her. So everyone be careful. Be careful of that. Um, but I would say that I would never slay again if it meant other people 
could continue to slay. But if it was just affecting me personally, then I would slay so hard every day that slay lost meaning because at least I'd be serving. Other people might think I'm slaying. I just wouldn't know I'm slaying. But at least I had trained myself in the ways of slay. Does that make sense? No. Let's keep going. Um, What else happened in London? My mum took absolutely heinous photos of me. Like when I would see these photos, I'd be like, are you serious right now? And she was serious. She was. But she got better as time went on. Um, I'm going through my photos to see if I missed anything. I made little TikToks about it. Like I did daily vlogging on TikTok. So if you want more detailed experiences of me in London, then feel free to go look at my TikTok little fucking vlogs or whatever. Um, oh, I need to talk about the plane ride back because mama got upgraded. Yeah, so I applied for an upgrade. I bought the economy ticket. This was Qantas and they have that like London to Perth flight. So what is that? Like 16 hours or something, 16, 17 hours. And I just got the economy and then I bought the points. So I paid for Qantas points and then requested an upgrade from economy to business. And I got it. It cost so many points, like something fucking ridiculous. God. And I got upgraded to business and it was madness. It was madness. Like I was laying horizontally on a 16 hour flight, but I don't think it's worth it. Because when I went to LA, I flew premium economy and you get the same food, basically the same treatment, except you're just not lying horizontally. But it's so much cheaper. It's still expensive, but it's so much cheaper than business. So my whole thing now is I'm not paying for business unless a company is paying for it for me. da 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 Looking through my photos that I took in London and the shit that I posted on my Instagram story. God, I'm so annoying on Instagram story. Like I posted, where is Ren Kingston? <laughs> He's a necklace. Uh, yes, the Tower of London, the fucking bridge. When my mum was like, let's go to the London Bridge. And we went to London Bridge, but it was not the bridge that we wanted to go to. The actual bridge we wanted was the next next bridge over. It was drama. Oh, yes. Looking at these pictures of the Lizzie line. These paparazzi pics my mum took of me. Yeah, this was fun. This was a fun trip. I bought a little ring and a necklace from Vivian Westwood. It's 925 silver, the ring, which is like not too expensive, but I'm just so wary of like brass jewelry, like costume jewelry. So I will like spend a little bit more to make sure that it's silver or if it's like, I don't, I haven't bought any gold stuff. So I can't really speak to that, but I'm very wary of costume jewelry from high end brands because if you fucking, I went into, where did I go? Dior. I went to Dior and I was like, babe, have you got any of those like chokers with the like belt connector? And he shows me and I pick it up and it's so light. Like it's these big like links, but it's so light. And I was like, 
what the fuck is this made of? And he's like, mm, I think it's silver plated brass. And I was like, put that shit back immediately. And he was like, yeah, no, I wouldn't buy it either. And I was like, that's tea, absolutely. And he was so real for that, actually, that he said that. Because he, like, he got it. He gets it. Um, especially, like, the price was stupid. Like, it was, I want to say $1,700. Are you joking, Christian? Christian Dior, are you serious? Christian, if you're listening, you need to fix that. That was madness. It's brass. Like silver-plated brass. You're taking the piss. So everyone be careful when you're buying jewelry from high-end brands because they're going to lie to you. But the ring that I got from Vivian Westwood, that was really nice and that was silver. And it's like a like a fat ring. Like the I find because I have no one gives a shit about what I'm talking about, by the way. Remember, my podcast, I just say anything. And then if you want to listen, you can. If you don't want to listen, that's totally fine. Bitch got big knuckles, okay? So when I wear rings, I get them a little bit bigger to slip over my big fucking knuckles. And then if it's a like a fat one, like a wide ring or like tall ring, bitch, what dimension? Depends which way you're holding your finger. Where's the center of the axes? Anyway, I prefer those because you can get a bigger one and it will still fit and not fly off the handle. Alphabet, wicked. Ariana Grande. I had a Gucci ring that had like a little red enamel heart on it and that motherfucker fell off my finger because it was a skinny ring, fell off my finger and went into a tram track and got run over by a tram or something or someone in Melbourne stole it off my finger, which honestly I wouldn't even know. Um, Anyway... Oh, yeah, I'm looking through these photos. These are crazy. A spider was in my sandwich from Pret. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Where did I go when I went? Like, there was, like, some Harrods. Does that sound right? Londonites, if you're listening, Harrods? Is that that crazy department store that's, like, you have to travel out to get there and it's, like, brown and gold and like pillars aesthetic. I think it's Harrods or Harold's. No, Harrods. But the fucking spider in my pret, in my egg salad sandwich pret. Oh, bitch, I would kill to have an egg salad sandwich and be able to taste it. Don't even start me. Um, What else have we got here? Me going around to different shops and not buying stuff. Um... The coffee situation was a little bit stressful, but luckily I had Eve Cornwell in my back pocket telling me where to go. That was so convenient. Like I was like, Eve, help me. And she was like, go to this place. Actually, I can probably find what the place was called because I took photos of everything. I'm a menace. I'm a menace. Grind. It was called Grind. Grind Soho. I'm so Soho coded. Are you kidding? One thing about me, I'm going to, go to Soho bitch like come on now um what else from London there was a shop called Boots and I screamed about that Steffo Sims dog iconic like what's the dog's name McMuffin what a little legend like McMuffin was giving me cuddles and dogs love me dogs love me 
And you know why? It's because when I pat dogs or when I give dogs like um, like the scratches, I do it in a specific spot that I know dogs are going to enjoy. It's like the shoulder scratches and you scratch up to the, like up the neck to behind the ears. They love that shit. So McMuffin was my bestie. Um, there was a restaurant that I went to that I really enjoyed. What was it called? It started with M. It was an Italian restaurant. It was on the, like underneath the Treehouse hotel. So then you could like charge it to your room. So it was like linked to the hotel but then also was a separate restaurant and it was really good food and I'm literally Italian. So I can vouch. Um, I went to a bunch of museums, one of the museums, which one's this one? The museum that had the infinity mirror rooms and that exhibit still fucking sold out. Cause I took a picture of the screen cause we tried to get tickets and it said sold out until 30 September, 2022. Get a job. What are you talking about? Um, it was like that modern art museum. The Tate? The Tate. I bought a tote from the Tate and the tote was the most exciting thing about that place. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold that thought, hold that thought, hold that thought. I did not like the Tate Museum. And I get maybe that's because I'm not cultured enough, but some of the like things that I was looking at, I was like, why is this in here? And why is everyone gagging over it? It's like a bandage strapped to a wall. I just don't get it. And maybe that's my own fault. Maybe I'm not like cultured enough to know. God, some of these photos that I took are just heinous. And I can't even say that my mum took them and that's why they were bad because she was getting good by this point and my selfies were just... It was a PR disaster. Let's just say that. Um, Another thing about London that I was not expecting was I was just like walking down the street walking down the street, slaying a little bit in my outfits and people would come up to me because they recognized me from YouTube. Oh, was I flawed and flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted. Like it was crazy. Like people coming up to me like five to 10 times a day and saying that they watched my YouTube videos. And I was like, all the way over here? In this country? In London? Like you're watching my YouTube videos? That's what? That, yeah. That was... Dare I say madness? It was madness. And I was like, wow, maybe I am Pitbull Mr. Worldwide. Um, I think that's it for London. Yeah. Yeah. So then my next trip was to LA and this one. Oh my God. Okay. We need to talk about this. HBO flew me out to LA for the Pretty Little Liars Original Sin premiere, like the Bloody Red Carpet event. First thing I'm going to say, Bloody Red Carpet, like it was called the Bloody Red Carpet because it's like slasher, like blood. But in Australia, like we say bloody like, oh, bloody hell. Oh, bloody bullshit. That's bloody bullshit. Like it's, what's the, is it? What's the describing word? Is it an adjective? No. Is that an adjective? Bitch, what's an adjective? Hey, Google, what's an adjective? She just gave me like the 200-year history of an adjective. Like, I give a shit. I just wanted an example or like what it is. She told me more words that were confusing. Bitch, what's a noun? 
I'm an engineer. What's a noun? What's a verb? Like, ugh. anyway, so I was like bloody red carpet. So I was like on this red carpet and I was interviewing the cast. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. I was interviewing the cast and I had to be careful not to say bloody red carpet. I'm here on the bloody red carpet. Hi, everyone. I'm here on the bloody red carpet. So I had to be like, I'm here on the bloody red carpet. Bloody red carpet. I'm talking to you from the bloody red carpet. Yeah, I had to kind of like roll it. Bloody red carpet. Because if I talked to my normal cadence, it'd be like, bloody red carpet. Oh, you're being a bloody red carpet. Um, so I was there to interview the new liars on TikTok Live. So HBO Max's TikTok Live. And then I got a tour of the sets. So let's back it up a little bit. This was my first, like, I can't even really, I guess you can kind of call it like a hosting gig. Like I've interviewed people before on the podcast, but this was different because it's like when I interview someone on the podcast, like it's on my terms. So I know everything that's going on. Whereas this is the first time that I was kind of doing it for a brand, if that makes sense. I'm literally Emma Chamberlain at the Met Gala interviewing people for Vogue. (gasps) Oh my God. Imagine if I did that. Wait, that's not even that far-fetched. I just screamed a little bit. I don't know if you heard it, but but I did. Oh, I say that in my future. See you at the Met Gala. See you at the Met Gala, everyone. Oh my God, you guys. Hi from the Met Gala. That would be so fucking funny. Me at the Met Gala interviewing people. (laughs) Anyway, so this was at the Warner Brothers lot. And the first half an hour of this live stream was interviewing the liars. They were so nice. They were so nice. I think everyone was nice to me. I wasn't expecting people to not be nice, but I just wasn't expecting them to be that nice. And then like... The first time that I met them all, they told me that they watched my Pretty Little Liars videos as revision of the original series. Like they all got together and watched it. And I was, (laughs) I was like, what? Are you serious? God. Yeah. Wow. What? (laughs) Anyway, they were just so professional. Like when I was interviewing them, like their answers, they just knew how to answer a question. You know what I mean? Um, I still can't believe I did that. What the hell? And then I got a tour of the Pretty Little Liars sets around the Warner Brothers lot. So I saw Spencer's barn, Mona's house, Aria's house. Um, What else did I see? Not Hannah's. Oh, you know, I drove past Hannah's house. um, And then like I saw the street where... Hannah slapped Jenna after Jenna drove to the blind school. Um, What a time that was. And that was so fun. God, that live tour thing. And then I was with a, like a tour guide, Stacy. And Stacy was the icon of the day. Like she was a star. Stacy was a star. Shout out to Stacy. What a legend. Um, That whole thing was so fun. And then the premiere, like we watched the episode 
and then Lucy Hale hosted a panel. So Lucy Hale was there. And then afterwards, after the panel, because I was like hosting stuff, like part of the, like the TikTok live and all that kind of thing, I was kind of like allowed to go to the back room because that's where all my stuff was. And that's where we filmed the TikTok live. So I went back there to like get some water, you know, hydrate. And I walk in there. Lucy Hale's there. Wait, I need my, I need my vine boom. Hang on. Hold that thought, everyone. Hold on. Hold one. I walk in, Lucy Hale's standing there. She's wearing like, it looked like a green leather pantsuit. And she is looking insanely good. And at this point, I am, dare I say, five meters away from Lucy Hale. Can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine me standing there in this room with Bailey Madison and Lucy Hale? And I'm just standing there in my Gucci pants. My Gucci pants from the 90s the one, the red velvet suit that Gwyneth Paltrow wore to, I think it was the VMAs. I was wearing archival Gucci and I ran into Lucy Hale in LA at an event that I was hosting. What the fuck? What the fuck? Anyway, so she's standing there and she's got her like team around her and I am screaming and running into the wall. I got a blood nose from running into the wall And I was like, I can't go up to her. Like, there's too many people around. And there was, like, these people, like, you know, like, Lucy Hale, she's got a team. And, like, the team's going to surround her. And surround her, they did. And I was scared to go up to her, so I didn't. But then, oh, my God. So, one of the new Pretty Little Liars girlies, the new five, the new liars. What a liar! (laughs) <laughs> What's that from? That's that Kardashian's ad where Chloe's like yelling on the phone. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Malia. Malia. Absolute legend. Legend in the flesh. She plays Mouse. Minnie. Minnie Mouse Honrada in the show. She was so fucking nice to me. And she came up to me and we were just like chatting. And I was like, I can't believe Lucy Hale's there. She was like, do you want to talk to her? And I was like, you're joking. She was like, no, I'm not joking. So she goes up to Bailey Madison and she's like whispering to Bailey. And I'm like, oh, or no, what's going on here? And Bailey like looks at me. She's like, yeah, absolutely. Another like ridiculously nice person. God. Anyway, so she, Bailey Madison, goes up to Lucy Hale. She's like, blah, 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 talking to Lucy Hale. She's like pointing at me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I met Lucy Hale because Malia told Bailey to tell Lucy to meet me. So I'm talking to Lucy Hale. I'm shivering and shaking. I basically had a fever in that room, how much I was shaking in my archival Gucci Gwyneth Paltrow pants. I met Lucy Hale. She didn't know who I was. Of course she didn't. Why would she know who I was? People were like, did Lucy watch your videos? Bitch, no, she's busy. 
she's busy being Lucy Hale. And she was so nice. And she was like, what, who said, I think Bailey was said something like, tell Lucy what you do. Like, how come you're here? So then I was like, oh my God. And I said to Lucy Hale, literal Aria Montgomery, I said, I'm here because I did a, what did I say? Six hour, 10 million view recap of Pretty Little Liars. And I know she thought I was insane. (laughs) But she was so nice about it. She's like, oh my God, really? That's, wow, you must know more about the show than I do. And I wouldn't say no to that because I probably do. I know everything about that show. And I just felt so silly saying that though. Like, <laughs> saying that I made a fucking six hour recap of the show. But if I didn't, then I wouldn't have got there. And I think more people need to be talking about that. More of the story, just do whatever. You never know where it's going to take you. So that was crazy. And then... I just can't believe that. That was, oh. Oh, and you know what was fucking sick and twisted? My fucking hair. Oh, bitch. Oh, my God. Okay. My hair, I had a crisis. Okay. I had a crisis because my hair was looking good. And then I get on that golf buggy for the tour and no one told me that it was fucking windy in the desert, in the Californian desert. And we're driving around and my hair got fucked up. And then I got off that like buggy, the cart. And then I met Lucy Hale with fucked up hair. Oh, you're joking. And like all the pictures of me on the red carpet, bad. Because my hair was fucked up. It was so bad. Oh, I just messed up from the start with that. The hair. Oh, I just styled it so wrongly. There was nary a spray of hairspray in there and there should have been. Because... It was bad for me. Like, it was bad. And one of my friends was like, do you want to get a Getty photo, bitch? Can you imagine me with a Getty photo? Hello? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And then I opened my Snapchat camera to snap the girls in Perth. And what I saw was scary. It was scary. I got scared. That was a turning point for me. I was like... I can watch horror movies now because nothing is more horrifying than looking busted at the Pretty Little Lies bloody red carpet. So I didn't get on the carpet to take my Getty photo because I was looking crusted and busted, not to be trusted. But I got some other pictures and I posted one on the gram and that was a good like, I'm glad I got that picture because it's like proof that I was there because otherwise I wouldn't really believe it if I... If I was someone and someone told me that they went to the Warner Brothers lot to do interviews and were on a red carpet with Lucy Hale, I would tell them, you're stupid. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Like, you're making lies. You're telling lies. And I'm not against the occasional lie, so it wouldn't be beyond me to lie. But I needed the photo proof and I got it. So, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I just... That outfit, yeah, it served a little bit. Like I was wearing the Gucci pant and I was wearing the Prada loafers. The Prada loafers, they're a staple in my wardrobe because 
they're so nice and they're so comfortable. And why would I buy those shoes and not wear them? You know what I mean? Now, LA, do I have thoughts on LA? Someone needs to, I don't even know, pay for it. They need to pay for the concept of LA because what is going on in LA? Okay. Here is my official statement on LA. I loved the event. I loved meeting people. I loved working the event. I loved all that kind of stuff. I did not like LA, okay? When people tell me, or like not telling me specifically, when people post and they say, oh, I'm moving to LA for work for my career, I'm like, oh, I would not be doing that. Like I cannot see myself moving to LA for any kind of work because that place it's just not for me. It's just not for me. I don't, I can't, like, I can't deal with it. And no shade if you live in LA, but also how do you do that? Because we get off the plane. I was with my sister, by the way, another iconic travelee. Um, we get off the plane and we're greeted with a four and a half hour line at TSA, like the passport control thing. Four and a half hours and like no water, no food. I was looking crusted. It, what was that? Like a 14 hour flight. And then this four and a half hour thing. Lucky we went to the bathroom before because that would have been a PR disaster. Um, and we get to the front of the line and I was scared because there's guns everywhere. Security guards with guns. And then they're like asking me this question. Why are you here? I'm like, ah, I'm here to work an event. Like a, and I was, what did I say? I was like, I'm here to um, go to an event. And they're like, what event? And I was like, oh, it's like a red carpet. For what show? And I was like, uh, Pretty Little Lies, Original Sin. And he was like, why? And I was like, ah, because like I, I uh, like I was panicking. I was like, oh, because I'm, uh, 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 I work in like social media and I did some posts about it and blah, 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 blah. It was like, okay. So what's this show about? And I'm like, ah. I'm like ah, the new one or the old one? He's like, the old one. Why'd you talk about it for six hours? And I was like telling him and I was like, are you like asking me questions because you're interested or is this part of your job? Like, why am I telling you about the night Alison Dorentis went missing? Like this, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Okay. And I was scared. And he was like, how much money do you have on you? And I was like, oh, bitch, not much. Like a hundred US dollars. <laughs> It was crazy, okay? And then because the line took four and a half hours, I get out to the like the luggage collection area and they had just fucking chucked the suitcases on the floor in LAX and we just like fished through the bags on the floor to find our bags. That was no. Like what a first impression. And then we leave the airport and you have to catch a shuttle bus to like the Uber taxi pickup area. And it's starting to get dark at this point. And the bus takes us out to this pickup area that's like the middle of this rogue car park in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I really thought I was about to be like a victim of a crime. I was like, what is going on here? And then like we couldn't book an Uber. So then we got a taxi and this taxi. Hang on, let me get my vine boom because we get in this taxi. I don't know what fucking speed limit. 
is the fucking main roads in LA, but this man was doing like 80 miles. I feel like the speed limit was like 60 miles. I was shitting myself. I was like writing messages on my notes app to show my sister in the other seat. And I was like, oh my God, I think we're going to die. And she was like, yeah, this is crazy. Like it was beyond. And like he was not indicating, he was just driving, doing whatever the fuck. And I was like, you know, at least we're going to get there fast, I guess. Um, We get to the hotel. I stayed at a nice hotel because I had no plans of leaving the hotel. (laughs) So I was like, I am going to use this like, because I was given like a travel budget for the flights and the accommodation. I was like, I'm going to spend the entire travel budget on getting a good hotel in a good location because I think I'm going to be scared. And I was right because I was fucking scared. I stayed at a hotel called the Pendry West Hollywood. WeHo. Hey guys, I'm out here in WeHo. Um, The hotel was nice. It was a nice hotel. The location was good. The, God, like I was just so confused the entire time. Like my sister and I, we're just like two little Australians from Perth. And we're in this WeHo, <laughs> WeHo, hey guys, I'm in WeHo, this WeHo hotel. And there's like all these like influencer, like TikTok star types, like pulling up to this like car thing and going into the hotel for like events. Like they had all these like music events and like signings and shit like that. And there's just like Porsche after Porsche after Tesla after Range Rover pull up in the range. Hey, I'm just parking my range here. Uh, it was just madness. Okay. I felt so out of place. <laughs> <sighs> Me like running around in my twice shirt where there's literally people like superstars in the lobby. Me in my twice shirt and gym shorts. <laughs> um, And then... We like would go for like little walks, but we were just scared to walk around because we didn't know like, it didn't seem like a walkable city. That shit was not walkable and we didn't have a car. So we're like Ubering places and we wanted to do a little bit of shopping and we looked at some shops and everything was so expensive compared to Australia, especially with the exchange rate and that sneaky little bitch tax. You know, the bitch tax, the one where like they don't tell you how much tax you have to pay until you go to buy it and they're like, oh, an extra blah, blah, blah dollars. And you're like, oh, why did you not put this on the tag? What's going on? Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. Like it was just so expensive. I can't get over how expensive it was. Like if you're living in LA, shout out to you because how the fuck are you doing that? For example... I wanted a latte. Oh my God, my iPad's going to die. Actually, I'll use the Vine Booms for this latte story and then I'll put it away. Um, I wanted a latte, so I went and got a latte. If you want this life, you can have it. So I was like, can I get a oat latte, please, with one sugar? And she was like, yeah. And on the menu, it was like, what was it? Seven, seven US dollars for that, okay? And it arrives and it was bad. 
that latte was not good. That latte oh, gives me nightmares to this day. It was bad. And then I had to pay, what was it? Like the fucking, another tax. What was the f- state tax? The one that's not on the menu. Is the one that's not on the menu state tax? I don't know, okay? Anyway, I paid tax and I also tipped because I dined in and I made a TikTok about that and people were like, you're not supposed to tip if you're like getting a coffee. But then other people were like, thank you for tipping. That's the correct thing to do. And I'm like, so what's the truth here? So I just didn't get it. I just tipped everywhere. I tipped 20% for everything. Like restaurants, drinks, the Uber, the hotel staff. Like I just tipped 20% for everything because I just, I didn't know what to do. There's no (laughs) instructions and there was no clear answer. Like it was scary. It was like, oh, this Uber is 60 US dollars. Suddenly it's 72. This latte ends up being 13 Australian dollars. And it's disgraceful. I guess I'm kind of spoiled coffee-wise because I live in Melbourne and Melbourne has excellent coffee. Um, I just cannot get over how expensive everything was. Wow. But at the same time, I understand why people would be living in LA for their careers because everything's there. Like all these studios are there, all these entertainment companies all that kind of stuff. Like it's all there. So I understand why if you want to be an actor, you'd need to be there. But other than that, I'm a bit like, hmm, like do you really need to be here? Especially with social media stuff. When people get big and they move to LA, I'm like, why are you doing that unless you want to be an actor? You can make music from anywhere. And if you need to go to LA to meet someone, then go for a bit and then come back, I guess. I don't know. I could be talking shit. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, like I don't understand why social media stars move to LA if they're still doing social media. If they're moving to become actors or seriously do their music career, then it makes sense. Other than that, I don't really get it. But that's just me. Um, I can't believe that all happened. Guys, what the fuck? As if that happened to little old me. Um, so that was LA. I did, okay, on the last day when we left, because we just kind of stayed in the hotel the whole time, did some little walks around, went to Whole Foods. Yeah, we went to Whole Foods. That was interesting. Went to Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. Whole Foods, I was like, yeah, I can get around this. Trader Joe's, Trader Nose. Like, what? Like, the amount of things I've heard about Trader Joe's that are good. Everyone's like, oh my God, you guys, let's go to Trader Joe's. And I went to Trader Joe's and it was bad. I was like, what is going on in here? You're just doing anything. But then apparently I was supposed to go to, what's it called? I met Rebecca Black last week. She told me I should have gone to Erewhon. Erewhon. Is that right? Erewhon. Hey, you guys, I'm going to Erewhon. Okay, yeah, that sounds right, Erewhon. Um, I should have gone there, but I didn't because I was scared. 
Yeah, I met Rebecca Black last week. What? She was so iconic. I can't get over that. She was playing a show at, um, what's it called? Rubik's Warehouse in Brunswick. And it was for an event called Pop Chops. I think she actually has one in Sydney coming up. And if you're in Sydney and you like pop music, bitch, get a fucking ticket unless it's sold out. Because Rebecca Black Live, people died. It was so good. She is such a good performer. Just excellent. Just excellent, excellent, excellent. Shout out to Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black is so real. You know what I mean? Like she's so real. And she lives in LA. So it's possible to be real and live in LA. Okay? Actually, some more points on the LA citizens, Californians. So my friends that I met in LA, they were normal and nice. Okay? And then some of the other people that I met, it was just bizarre. Okay? I'm not talking like the, you know, the cast of Pretty Little Liars Original Sin or anything like that. I'm talking people who were invited to the event, similar to me, and I didn't know who they were and I was chatting to them, just like making conversation. Also, side note, I didn't realise that people couldn't understand me. I like I know Australians have an accent, but I didn't realise it was heavy because I would say just this normal sentence and they would take like a few seconds <laughs> to translate it and then like respond. So then I just found myself talking a lot slower because I d- just wanted to talk. I just wanted to like get my point across. Um, anyway, so I'd meet someone for the first time and I'd be talking to them and I'd be like asking what they do and then someone famous would walk past and this person would just like blank me, physically turn 180 degrees and start talking to the more famous person. It was so bizarre and it's not like that happened like once. That happened so many times. Ugh. Just madness. I guess everyone's there trying to hustle. And if you're hustling, then I guess you want to talk to the most famous person in the room. I don't know. It was scary, you guys. I was so scared. Um, but yeah. If you're living in LA and you're normal, you're so real. Like you, you deserve a prize for that because that is so hard to do. So, yeah. And then I came back to Melbourne and I had the Pretty Little Lies Original Sin video that I was working on that was sponsored by HBO Max. What the fuck? And bitch, I got COVID in the middle of working on that. It was bad for me. That like few weeks, I think was that July? I think that was July. Yeah, end of July. So I was jet lagged, had COVID, was working stupid amounts because I was trying to get all these projects done in time because these things had deadlines. Um, and then I lost my taste and smell. Actual COVID wasn't that bad. I kind of like, I had COVID and then I had a flu like the week after and the flu was worse than the COVID. So I had the flu and then I went to Perth and the fucking flight over, I got gastro from the plain food, the beef mac and cheese. And as we know, I couldn't taste it, but texturally it was nice. And I was like, oh my God, this is so nice. Like this plain food was really nice. I literally remember 
landing, getting into my sister's car and telling her, oh, my God, the plane food was so nice. No. Because I was fighting for my life like two days later from that plane food. Oh, it was it was bad for me, guys. I'm not going to lie. The gastro was worse than the COVID and the flu, 100%. I basically went COVID to flu to gastro, like boom, boom, boom. It was bad. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than it was bad. Because it was bad. It really was. And the thing about me going to Perth is that I want to catch up with as many people and do as many things as I physically can in the time that I'm there because i got people to catch up with. And then with gastro, I could not leave my room. So I basically wasted a week of the whole thing. But Peppa, my dog, enjoyed it because she was staying at home with me and she just slept on my bed the whole time. And she was like, this is great. This is so much fun. Um... And yeah, now I'm back in Melbourne and I'm sliving. I'm going to the gym. I'm getting summer ready. I actually have really sore arms today because, not because I'm like, oh my God, yesterday was arms day. I was doing like arms at the gym, like with the bar, with the weights on the end, like lifting just, what the fuck is that called? It's not a bar barbell. No, like a, like it's a bar. But then it's got like these whoa, whoa, like bumpy curly bits in the middle where you like grab it and you do like bicep curls, but both arms at the same time. So it's not like a dumbbell. Is it a barbell? Anyway, I was doing that and there were so many hot people at the gym. Something weird was going on. Okay. Because I am self-employed and I work whenever, I usually work at night. So I'm out doing shit during the day. So I was at the gym at like, what was it? Two or three o'clock. And there's so many hot people around. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't you people have jobs? <laughs> Me, when I see anyone doing anything during the day, or like if I see a child during the, like a weekday, I'm like, what are you doing? Go to school. Even if it's holidays, I'm like, go to summer school, go to like winter school, do something. <laughs> anyway, I was at the gym. There were so many hot people. And I felt the pressure to perform. So I was like doing it, doing the bar thing with like more weights than I usually do. I was like, yeah, everybody look how strong and slay I am. Or am I paying for that now? I really am paying for it. Because my arms hurt. My arms hurt. It's true. I might go to the gym again today. I need to go for a run. Yeah. Put on some Renaissance. Yeah. I think I'm going to do a music episode, another music episode, and I think I'm going to do a K-pop specific episode as well because I need to talk about that. Because K-pop in 2022 has been so good, so excellent, and just the memes are so good and everything is just, it's so fun being a K-pop fan. So I want to talk about that. Uh, So maybe that'll be in the next couple of episodes. I also think I might do... I'm going to have a couple more guests on, but I also have like heaps of just shit to talk about and it's going to be fun and we're going to have fun, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to be fucking in rogue locations. You don't know where I'm going to pop up because I'm portable fully. Yeah. I am. Um, 
yeah, I mean, thank you for riding so hard for the podcast. <laughs> My God, what's that Real Housewives of Melbourne quote? It's a really like nasty quote from Gamble to what's that lady's name? Like not Monica, Manila? No, what's her name? Something. She says something like, you're... (laughs) Your pussy must be really dry from riding me so hard. She said something like that at the reunion and everyone's like, what? I'm going to go look that up later. Um, Thank you all so much for, you know, sticking around, listening to the podcast. When I announced that the podcast was coming back, I didn't realize that that many people would be excited. I was like, do people listen to this shit? (laughs) Apparently you do. Yeah. Um, So thank you for listening. And we're going to keep slaying. Keep repping me, do it to the death of me, ex in the box, because ain't nobody checking me. And nobody fucking is, okay? No one's doing it like me on YouTube, unfortunately. Or fortunately. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Um, and I will see you next week. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>